0: weather and science across the globe the weather jazz podcast what's more refreshing than spring rain what's more entertaining than watching clouds move or more fun the big box of isobars look no further Welcome to the Weather Jazz Podcast. Here's Andre. Andre. Andre.
1: Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything. Weather science, earth science, periodically, some interesting off-topic episodes, and most of those are on Open Line Friday. Of course, today, it's Meteorological Monday. I'm your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier, and I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 361 for Monday, Meteorological Monday, August twenty-second, 2022. And just a reminder that I do have another two weeks remaining in this season of Weather Jazz before I take an extended sabbatical break. And eventually we'll see what Weather Jazz looks like on the other side of that break. I'll continue to keep you posted. Keep an eye out on weatherjazz.com during that period. I'll try and post a little updates periodically to let you know what is going on. In the meantime, let's talk about some weather, because it is going to very, very soon be the conclusion of summer, meteorological summer, that is, June, July, and August. We have another nine or so days left remaining in the month of August. And let's take a look at some of the stats for Northeast Ohio. So if you're keeping track of such things, as far as temperature goes, so far, the first 21 days of so August, the first three weeks, has gone into the record books as completely normal. For all intents and purposes, anything inside the plus or minus two degree point is normal. And we averaged just a little below 0.4 degrees under normal. So it's just a hair under normal. It's inside that plus or minus two So it is essentially a perfectly normal August in terms of temperature thus far. But where the real surprise has been, and really gratefully so, has been in the precipitation department. We've had so far 3.77 inches of rain and prorated for the date. The departure from normal for the month is 1.36 inches above normal. And we needed every single drop of that in a lot of backyards. Now, unfortunately for some folks last night, especially in extreme northeast Ohio, from uh, east-central Geauga County into Ashtubula County, there was a flood warning issued because there they had a couple of training thunderstorms that put down anywhere from two to four inches of rain. And with this kind of a pattern, that kind of thing will happen When you have an extremely slow-moving, low-pressure system aloft, just slowly meandering across the Ohio Valley, you have a tendency for the showers and the thunderstorms to develop in one place and essentially keep training or developing over the same area and running over the same area. That was the case yesterday for the extreme northeastern corner, especially East Central, Geauga, into Ashtabula County, Late last night, of course, if you live in those backyards, you don't need me to tell you that it was raining hard for a long period of time. But there was one thing that we have noticed so far in this month, that the lawns and the greenery, and despite the fact that we're starting to see little hints of autumnal change on some of the trees, and that's fairly typical in late August But aside from that, if you look at the lawn, the lawn has a shade of green that you typically see in the month of May. So in context of what we anticipated in the summer weather outlook, how does that compare? Well, coming up after the break, I've got meteorologist Scott Sable that joins me in a conversation that will cover two parts. We'll cover part one today and we'll finish our conversation with a look ahead Potentially at the first month of autumn, meteorologically, that would be September. And we'll conclude that conversation coming up on Open Line Friday this week. Looking forward to it. Stay tuned. Part one of my conversation with meteorologist Scott Sable coming up. God, it's good to have you back on Weather Jazz uh, as we round home, sliding into home plate of season two in just uh, about a week and a half from now. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on. I know it's been a little while since we talked. I think the last time
0: I was on, we were to maybe, oh, what was it? You know what? It might've been talking about summer. It might've been talking yeah. maybe back in April or May, we were talking about what summer was going to be like. and uh and um, Yeah, and
1: then, and then things started happening fast. We got three new yes. members on the weather team. Mm-hmm. And we had to do some training, um, and uh, it just got crazy, crazy for a little while. But it really did, yeah. So we can kind of recap how summer's been and where we're going. Well, it's interesting to note that uh, at least the way I've seen it, not only here, but across a good chunk of the country— temperature wise pretty darn close to normal although you wouldn't really be able to tell that because we've had a lot of extremes ups and downs especially early yeah absolutely you know i mean i know they've had a lot of heat um you know out in texas
0: and when you look at how the their their numbers have been you know when you when when you look at the um uh, the summer rankings, you know, they're, they're in top five, top 10, warmest in the last God knows how long. Um, but yeah, but when you, when do you start getting into the upper Midwest and then the Great Lakes, Ohio Valley, you know, cause we start the clock June 1st. Right. All right. And then we go right. June 1st through August. And then people wonder, why do we do that? Because we, you know, the, the seasons at least climatologically for comparison are broken down in the three month increments, even though summer starts June 20th, roughly, and it ends in the end of September. But, you know uh, but, you know, I remember here back in, well, the spring here was incredibly, uh, incredibly wet and then the switch flip. And then we, you know, we've had here, I believe 12, 90
1: degree days. Right. Very out dry, in, very dry in June. Fortunately, mm-hmm. we, we're kind of making up for some lost ground here. We are.
0: Absolutely. And, and, you know, we had that the beginning of August, I think there was about a late July, early August, maybe I'm, I'm ballparking here about a 10 day stretch of the humidity was through the roof. And then we had about a 10 day stretch roughly where we had a nice drop in humidity. Mm-hmm. And now we're starting to see kind of this, um, um, I don't want to call it, I don't want to call it a sucker's rally, but it's starting to warm up a little bit again, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, we're starting to get into more consistently warmer days, you know, middle, upper eighties, higher humidity. And the pattern seems at least now starting to get at least for us here, starting to get a little more active.
1: You know, I'm mean, gonna look at the radar right now as we record this and then we got storms all over the place. Right, right. You know, yeah, nothing severe, but uh, some good frog choking rains between Saturday right? and Sunday. Oh, absolutely. And I would imagine here the first couple of days of this week, here
0: we're going to see the pattern continue, um, you know, a little bit more active. Um, but
1: um, we'll, we'll talk about that. I'll, I'll, I'll let you take the uh, the take the wheel here. Well, uh, interesting to note that sometimes when you get that heavy rain, I am currently pastoring a church in Kirtland, New Promise Church in Kirtland. They've got a metal roof. <laughs> and oh, At wow. the end of the service, we had a thunderstorm go overhead and it was anything I could do to scream to to let people know, hey, we're, we're still here. Was ha- it hailing, hailing at all? No, no hail, but heavy, oh, heavy, good. heavy
0: rain. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you lost power last night here when the storms oh, came through. Okay. Uh, we lost power for about three hours. We're like, all right, well, get mm-hmm. out the candles like we did back when I was a kid. And the storms would go, you know. Um <laughs> But, um, it needed the rain, though. I mean, it was starting oh, yeah. to get a little dry, you know, mm-hmm. and even when it's when it was last week, when it was in the high seventies, um, you kind of get lulled into a false sense of security because even upper seventies with low humidity, you don't think it, but it starts to dry out pretty quick. Yeah. And mm-hmm. even though it wasn't 90 degrees and, 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 and dry. So we needed the rain and, uh, we'll see what happens. It's hard to believe, you know, we're, we're as we record this on August 21st,
1: you know, we're heading into the final, the home stretcher before Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Weather-wise. And fortunately, uh, Sally is not, my wife is not having to uh, uh, water the newly seeded lawn. We, we put some new lawn seed. Uh, we mm-hmm. re-soiled some patches. And, and boy, I tell you, for a little while, it was tough keeping that moist. Uh, but uh, this pattern, fortunately, is giving us a break from having to keep that water.
0: Oh, no question. No question. And now we're starting to see you know, this time of year, you know, how many more 90 degree days are we going to have? That's the big question mark. Are we going to start to get into some, you know, some, some late summer extreme heat? One, two, are we going to start to see hurricane, you know, season kick into high gear? And, you know, this is the time of year, too, where both of those kind of run congruent with another one with, with one another, you know what I mean? Because you got the Bermuda High off the East Coast, mm-hmm. you got the Sonoran Western High Ridge, and depending upon where they're set up, you're right in the middle where you start to get a trough, sometimes in the deep south, you can start to get storm activity there, tropical activity, and that can throw a wrench, at least long range, you know, can throw a wrench into everything.
1: Mm. Where are the hurricanes? Right. Um, it has been so quiet out in the Atlantic, it is surprising to see those maps just come back, no tropical activity anticipated in the next X days. It's like, Really? We're approaching the peak here pretty soon. Yeah, well, the peak is what, like September September. 10th,
0: 12th, somewhere in there. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be interesting here because I think we're going to start to see things pick up here. You know, it might not go from zero to, you know, a thousand miles an hour hurricane season wise, but we'll start to see things pick up a little bit, you know, especially with... uh, uh, with us being in a, a pattern that seems to be a little more favorable for for development, especially in the Gulf of Mexico, where right. we start to see development earlier in the season anyway. Um, but, you know, especially here the next week and a half, two weeks, you're going to start to see the Bermuda High begin to begin to kind of uh, link up with the Western Ridge. And when that happens, a couple of things I think are going to happen here. You're going to start to see here in the Ohio Valley more consistently warmer days. I think we're going to start to see above normal temperatures. Um, that might continue on and off through probably the end of the month, mm-hmm. maybe into the first maybe week and a half of September. Right, Doesn't mean it's going right. to be 90 ninety every day, but you're going to mm-hmm. we're going to. I think the temperatures overall, when you do the math, will average out above normal, mm-hmm. especially across the Ohio Valley. And then, if those ridges start to separate, that's when you're going to start to see that trough develop and tropical activity develop. You know, in Texas along the Gulf Coast and you know, then the, then, the, then the race is on.
1: Scott is always a very popular guest on Weather Jazz. I'm sure that this one will point to an even bigger audience on Friday when we talk about what we anticipate going into the fall, September, maybe even early October. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, Meteorological Monday. Help me to spread the word about this podcast. I have just a handful left in this season. And we'll see where, again, we end up with after a several-month break. And we take a look at how exactly we're going to proceed if, in fact, we come up with a continuation of Season 2 or switch to a Season 3 and make some changes. And I'd love to hear from you on what you think we should be doing, what we should be focusing on. Do you have some suggestions on where this program should be headed, both in the short term and the long term? So if you have some of those suggestions for me, I welcome your input. And please email me weatherjazz at yahoo.com. And you can always leave me a voicemail on the Weather Jazz Podcast audience connect line. The number is 234 525 Again, 234 525 And of course, you can always get that information on weatherjazz.com by clicking on the Contacts tab. Well, coming up on Wednesday, Science Wednesday, we continue with our series in our own astronomical backyard when we take a look at part two of the moon, as in our moon. By the way, the current phase of the moon is in its last quarter. You can only see it in the early morning hours right now as we head toward the new moon. And that will occur on August the 27th. If you're looking for when the next full moon will occur, that will be September the 10th. In the meantime, enjoy this unsettled weather. We need every last raindrop things are looking a little bit better these days and that's a good thing and once more we'll continue with part two of the conversation with scott sable on friday and of course on wednesday just a couple of days from now we'll head to the moon once more have a great week we'll talk to you soon. weather and science across the globe
0: Jazz Podcast